podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the SWC College Football. My name is Matt. We cover the 19th and make up the now defunct Southwest Conference. Today we'll be talking to Philip Slavin of the 1012 podcast. But first, you can find the podcast on most podcast apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you like the podcast, consider subscribing or following. And if you do, please leave a review if you are so inclined. Also, please follow me on Twitter at Matt D. Workman and follow the podcast at SWCCFB. So we're now joined by Philip Slavin of the 1012 podcast. Um, Philip, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, yeah, not a problem, Matt. Not a problem. Um, so we'll just jump right in and talk about the uh, the news of the day, and that is that the report from the Houston Chronicle that stated that OU and Texas had reached out to the SEC to talk about joining the SEC and leaving the Big Twelve. And um, want to know what your initial thoughts when you first heard the report or read the report were. Um, so <laughs> funny thing is first thing I see a tweet from our, our good friend, Joe Broback talking about OU and Texas trying to miss Iowa state. And I'm like, what are we talking about? What's happening here? Finally, find the Houston Chronicle article, read it. And, uh, well, no, let me rephrase that. Care enough to pay for a $1 for four month subscription for the Houston Chronicle so that I can read the stupid thing. And it is short on information. Yeah. And, and my initial reaction was like, okay, I'll believe this when I see it, when it's like source confirm, source says that uh, this can come out in within a few weeks. And I'm like, the timeline doesn't make sense uh, because we're about to have a season here in, in just over a month. Um, the, uh, the, the media rights deal for the Big 12 right now does not expire until 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just seems like, it seems very rushed. Um, but as the day went on, you start to see certain things that, if you paid attention, lead you to believe this is this is not this is not rumor, this is not some message board fan theory, whatever. Because there's a few things you keep an eye on. First off, um, we've had our good friend Keegan Renault of OU Insider on our podcast. And we did what we call our OU Conspiracy Theory podcast earlier this summer, which ironically was him kind of going down the rabbit hole of why you should pay very close attention to what OU does next year. Because their third tier rights, they set a 10-year contract on those third tier rights back in 2012 to end next year, June 30th of 2022. And that was going to be a big thing for deciding what happens to Oklahoma. What do they do with their future? Um, because right now their third tier rights are tied with Fox and they weren't happy with Fox. They're not happy with Fox. As you, yeah. if you paid attention, it's been very visibly clear. Um, 11 a.m. kickoffs are pissing them off. Um, uh, Stigley Owens made that very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically leaked to Kerry Murdoch about the Fox, the Bailey sports, whatever about the big tw- OU spring game nonsense. Like they're, they're visibly upset. You throw in, I mean, Bob Bowlesby's now look even dumber comments about, well, you signed the contract at media days this past week. And then you start to notice as you're paying attention to all this news and everyone's making comments and everybody's saying things, no one's saying it's not happening. There's not a single person who's come forward and said, this is not happening. I mean, you might see some, some just general fans, you know, some people on Twitter 
they're like, there's no way. I'll believe it when I see it. And I was that way too. But yeah. no one who would be in the know or who has actual legitimate sources is saying this isn't happening. And then AL.com, Alabama news source, comes out and says they've they've checked and have sources that similarly confirm this, this information. Uh, Brett McMurphy of Stadium comes out and says they have sources that confirm this information. I'm just reading an article right now from, uh, from Orange Bloods, who's basically saying the same thing. Um, public quote, Orange Bloods publisher uh, Jeff Ketchum uh, checked with multiple sources on Wednesday and asked about Texas' desire to leave the Big 12 and join the SEC, uh, and they are ready to make that move. A high-level university official informed Orange Bloods that the expectation is that Texas and Oklahoma will inform the Big 12 as early as next week that both intend to decline on extending their existing set of media rights, the, 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 uh, the contract of which expires in 2025. So, folks, um, I have not felt this anxious concerned, nervous, and upset about the future of the Big 12 since all the news that the Pac-16 was going to be born with a combination of some yeah. sort of Oklahoma schools, Texas, um, in, a, in a deal that was curb stomped at the, the 11th hour by DeLos Dodds and um, I forget Texas president at the time. This is enough smoke to declare we've got a new pope. Yeah, Folks, this is this is this is not. Oh, I think there's a wisp of something. This is. Uh, I I understand the. I'll believe it when I'm happy when it happens. Um, I am fine with the. I need more information if that's what you want to do and wait until some things are confirmed. But at this point, um, like I don't like it. I don't yeah. want it to happen. I host a Big Twelve podcast. I know. Okay, that's the conference that I love. I am an I am an Oklahoma State fan. We can get into how I feel as an OSU fan in a minute, but I am a fan of the Big Twelve. I don't like this because this is happening. When it comes to pass, how it comes to pass, when they leave for the SEC, I don't know, um, but it's coming. It's going to happen. Part of this this whole leak is it may now be expedited and happen sooner rather than later. We can talk about. Who leaked that here in a minute if you want? Um, but this is happening. Yeah. And you look at – I was looking at even OU's and Texas statements. They could have been a joint statement. They practically said the exact same verbiage, which is okay. like rumors happen all the time. We don't comment on them, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it was like this – they're eerily similar in what they're saying. Oh, that's an understatement. It was, hey, please change yours enough so it doesn't look like we copied off each other even though we copied off each other. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it, 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 again, nobody has said no. Yeah. Nobody has come out and said, this is not happening. Now I, I will give you the direct quotes. The Oklahoma statement was quote, the college athletics landscape is shifting constantly. We don't address every anonymous rumor end quote. Here's the Texas statement. Quote, speculation swirls about college athletics. We will not address rumors or speculation. In quote, it's I mean, not it's, plagiarism, but yeah. it's not not plagiarism. But you you mentioned it like as an Oklahoma State fan. Um, there was this rumor. I don't know if it's rumor, but the, I saw like Dennis Dodd tweeted about it, about Oklahoma can't leave without Oklahoma State, which isn't true. Not true. But how does that affect? How would it affect your your fandom as Oklahoma State fan if OU were to bolt and leave, kind of? everyone else in the big 12 just standing there. I mean, 
look, I, I, I don't, I don't claim to have great insider info. I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen, but if you want me to yeah. read tea leaves, I'm still going to be an Oklahoma state fan, no matter where they play and who they play. And, 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 and I'll, I'll, we'll find a new rival um, of some sort. And I would be sure that the SEC is not going to go to nine conference games. They're going to still be eight. So there's going to be plenty of opportunity on the schedule for Oklahoma and Oklahoma state to schedule each other non-conference. They'll figure it out. Like I understand that everyone's got their non-conference booked up till twenty billion, but they'll they'll figure yeah. that out. That will happen, right? Games will get canceled, things will get moved around. It it'll happen. Um, I don't think the Big Twelve survives. No, the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve will not survive, <clears throat> and and here's why. Um, let's let's have a more frank conversation than just speculating on what teams you have, because every decision that's going to be made. Every argument I will make for anybody as to why one school should go where and what one conference should go another is going to come down to money. What is your brand's value? Okay. Brand value is what matters the most. What does your school bring in as a revenue? Okay. That this is this is this is the stuff nobody wants to talk about. We want to talk about five-star uh culture over five-star talent. We want to talk about coaching versus recruiting. None of that shit matters when it comes to this kind of, this is the business of college football. It's not the game. Yeah. This is the business side. So let's have a business conversation. What matters is the money. Do I get, I mean, from an Oklahoma state standpoint, I don't like it. I hate it. I don't, I don't like what it could potentially mean. Um, I don't want to steal your show here. I'm going to try not to go too long of tangents. Um, so uh, OSU side, I, I hate this. I hate it. I'm sure OU and OSU, especially if, if OU and Texas are now a conference game, uh, OU and OSU can figure out non-conference. And I think they will. Like, I think yeah. that uh, this is not a Texas, Texas A&M situation of like, well, if they, they weren't so scared to play it, they'll figure it out. They will. Yeah. I think there's enough, like, it'll be, it'll be tough for a few years. And it'll stink. And I mean, look, I'm tired of losing it. So, oh, we take a few years off and God forbid, um, but yeah. like, they're going to play it, you know, it, it, but man, it, I, I mean, I got, I got a thousand thoughts flowing through my head and I just cranked out a bunch of them on my podcast and I, and I keep coming up with more. I keep coming up with more. I, 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 I the, the ripple effects of this happening and I get it. It hasn't happened yet. We keep talking about it like it is like we are, we are hundred percent sure it's going to happen. I'm not hundred percent sure it's going to happen, but I'm 95% sure. I'm 90% yeah. sure. I'm 90 plus percent. Like guys, this is not, th- there is an exit here possibility for Oklahoma. If, if Bowlesby is gone and they get somebody they want in place and new TV contracts were worked up for the big 12 and OU gets whatever the hell they want. Like the, my initial thought was, this is like going into your boss's office at your current job with another job offer in your back pocket. That's real good. It's a real good job offer. And you're going to sit in front of your current boss and be like, this is what they're going to offer me. What are you going to offer me? And unless you get everything you want, you're bolting. And right now that's going to have to be a hell, a hell of a lucrative package to keep Oklahoma and Texas in place. And I understand this Oklahoma is driving this bus. Texas drove the realignment bus last time. That was on Texas. Texas is, is riding along with Oklahoma on this one. Texas is not in the lead here. Texas fans are going to tell you that, that this is all, this is Oklahoma driving this bus. They have massaged Texas's ego to the point that they are on board with it. This is the OU's work. Yeah. And that's what my first thought was, this doesn't make a lot of sense from Texas perspective. 
if you're looking if you're looking at it from like if they do expand the playoff, which you know it's rumored or they've had the report or the working group that had expanded it recommended well, they're, twelve they're gonna, teams. They're gonna expand it. Well, so like the path for Texas to make the playoff seems much easier in the Big Twelve than it would be in this expanded super SEC conference. Well, okay. So let's play on that for a second. Let's play on that for a second. Texas right now, um, we don't know what the new coaching staff is going to be like. We don't know what it's going to be. Texas, you could say that, but they can't make it the playoff even expanded yeah. right now. Go look through the playoff. They would have made it what, zero times uh, two years ago when they when they maybe when they faced OU in the Big Twelve title game and lost and then beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Well, maybe Andy Staples did it, and yeah. even then they didn't make it. Yeah, so they wouldn't have gotten it anyway because they're four. They were a four loss team. Um, so now you're going to go to four non conference games. Okay, not not three. Mm-hmm. Um, and and everyone's speculating on the SEC is going to keep divisions. They value divisions and having the division winners face in the conference championship game. They value that too much. So what most likely would make the most sense is Alabama and Auburn move to the east, and your west becomes Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Texas A and M, LSU, um, Missouri, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. And I see all the SEC fans. Texas is going to finish fifth in that that West division. Maybe, maybe they still stink. But um, I wanted to say this. I know Texas recruits really well right now. They do. They recruit really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to recruit better in, in the SEC. Yeah. AM is terrified of this. That's who leaked this news. Texas. Yeah. Texas people don't talk to media in in Houston. They talk to media in Austin. Oklahoma's not. Oklahoma's not leaking this. Texas A&M beat writer. No, you know who leaked this? A&M did because they're terrified. They do not want this. The athletic director literally said, today at SEC Media Days, we want to be the only Texas team in the SEC. They don't want this to happen because they know what's going to happen. If Oklahoma and Texas join the SEC, A&M's advantage on the recruiting trails, being the only Texas school in the SEC, is gone. Yeah. OU and Texas will out-recruit them. They don't want this. They, They cannot stand this idea. They hate this. Usually, I think it was Kirk Bowles, like uh, A&M and, and Missouri will vote against it. I'm like, you only need 11. Um, yeah. A&M is the one leaking this information to you. Missouri is going along with it. But I'll tell you right now, if Greg, if, if you go between Greg Sankey and making something they want to have happen, happen, if it yeah. comes between getting OU in Texas or keeping A&M in Missouri, which one do you think they're going to do? Yeah. A&M sure. and Missouri will get in line. They yeah. will fall in line. Maybe there's, if and, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to see it 13 to 1. That final vote will be 13 to one and you know which school is going to vote against it. And we all know what school is going to be a vote against it. And we're all going to laugh hysterically at which school voted against it. And then we're all going to enjoy watching Texas, Texas and on, on Thanksgiving. But I, I, you know, yeah. This and really as, a, as a, as a fan of a, one of the smaller private schools in the big 12, it's, it's even more dire, I think from my perspective, because mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from TCU and Baylor's perspective, you don't have that that brand like a, a big state school does or the fan base and money that those big state schools do. So you're even in a more, you know, dire situation as far as like what are our next moves from here? Now, at least, I mean, Baylor does have like, they just won a national championship. So they have that kind of, you know, cred going in them, but they're still a small private school in central Texas. They've won a national championship. Um, but uh, that people can get confused with winning and 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 having a, a brand. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Texas has a brand. They don't win a lot. Yeah. A&M has a brand. It's not Texas. They're winning games this last year. They're not Texas. Texas has a brand. Um, I had this conversation with Keegan. You know, I, I looked at, we want to get down the, um, how does this affect everybody else in the Big 12? The only school that I would not, that, that is not scared of this happening. The only school that knows they're going to be fine is the last school you think of. Kansas. Correct. Yeah. Do you know why? Basketball. Yep. That basketball brand is so powerful. I don't think people realize this. Kansas is the high, third highest grossing revenue athletic department in the Big 12 after Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah. Because of how much money that, that basketball program brings in. As bad as football has been for how forever, their basketball program's brand is so strong, it generates so much money. Mm-hmm. They will have no problem landing in the Big Ten. They also have the mm-hmm. academics yeah. to fit the Big Ten's snooty, elitist, whatever mentality. Kansas will probably be in the Big Ten. If they, if they don't, I promise you the ACC will be fine to have Kansas playing Duke twice a year and North Carolina twice a year yeah. and however many ACC schools they want to build that basketball brand even more. But not only do they have the academics and do they have the brand, the Big Ten is trying to be a better men's basketball conference. They will be happy to have Kansas. They don't care that they're bad at football. They already have Rutgers. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It doesn't hurt Ohio State. It doesn't hurt. It only doesn't hurt. This is what we get to that conversation about money. If you're a school and you're like, well, we're going we're gonna to go to that conference. We know media markets don't matter anymore. does not matter about your market, which is good news for your Kansas states, your Kansases, your Iowa states, your Oklahoma states, right? It doesn't matter about your market. Markets, we've, we've learned that doesn't, that doesn't matter. That was the last three alignment. It was all about having TV markets. It doesn't matter anymore. What matters now is value. What I mean by value is this. We're going to have all these contracts renegotiated. Big Ten is going to make a buttload of money. SEC is going to make a buttload of money. SEC is happy to go to 16 schools because they're going to have two of the biggest brands in college football to, and just make even more money, right? Your yeah. Big Ten, you already know you're going to make a ton of money. So let's say you're Iowa State, all the Iowa State fans. We should go to the Big Ten. We should go to the Big Ten. Like, it's up to you. Yeah. And I love Iowa State. I want to preface this. I love Iowa State. I do. I love them. I, I, they're fun. They are a an incredibly loyal and passionate fan base i have one of my monday co-hosts is jamie steyer she's an iowa state alum she does women's color commentary for the women's basketball team i love iowa state i, I, I want to really understand this this is not an anti-iowa state thing if you're the big 10 you already have iowa that doesn't really matter what matters is this what value does iowa state bring view this like a potluck are they bringing a dish to the to the potluck that's good for everybody? Or are they just showing up and they're just going to take some of the food? Because mm-hmm. unless they're doing realignment, everyone's going, well, they'll make more money with Iowa State. Yes, the total dollar amount will be higher because they add Iowa State. But is the per school amount higher or is it less? Are you taking or giving? If the per school amount is less, then it's not worth bringing you in because now everyone loses and the only one that benefits is you because you have a new landing spot. If I bring Iowa State in, everybody else across the board makes more money, then it's worth bringing Iowa State on board. And that's the question that's got to be figured out for all these other schools. Wherever there's people in the Big 12, can you provide added value or are you just in their mouth to feed? Can you bring something to the table from a financial standpoint or are we just going to pay out more money to you and everyone's going to have to take a hit for it? That's the question. 
And there are schools that I don't think are going to are going to have a very, very, very tough time here. And I think there are other schools that are in better positions, maybe not because their brand is as strong, but I think in some cases, cases, geography. And my main, um, aside from my school, if I was worrying about school, I really would worry. My first thought was to like Kansas State, for instance, because of geography, A, and what, like what you were just talking about, what they bring additional to any other conference to the table. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'm going to try not to use too harsh of language, but um, imagine the word I want to use when I say this, Kansas State's screwed. Mm-hmm. There's no school I'm, that's more screwed than Kansas State. And again, I love Kansas State. I love, I host a big toll podcast. I love Kansas State. And I literally this past week, I'm sitting here prepping for this show for my Thursday show. That's supposed to be a cornerback ranking episode with two great guests. And I had a book, I've got a, I've got a bookshelf it till next week because we got to do this instead. And I said, I'm going to be more positive. I'm going to start coming things in a more positive aspect. And I listened to split zone or I listened to, uh, uh, Oh, I can't, I just lost the name of the podcast that does such a great, uh, solid verbal. Yeah. They are such, they can say that your program isn't as good, but it never comes across as mean spirited. It's yeah. always this optimistic and positive. And that's what I want to, to be. So to sit here and be like, Kansas State screwed. It just feels so negative. And, but I, honestly, Manhattan, Kansas, Kansas is a bigger chunk of the Kansas city market. Mm-hmm. So you're not bringing that. They're not great at anything. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here with Levi. He's telling me why the Big Ten is is gonna want to bring in Iowa State, and I'm just like, you you can sell me, and I get his buy. Like, dude, there's no bigger homer, at, and we'll tell you he's a homer than Levi is for Iowa State. But I'm just like, dude, I, I you I it why? Like, you can tell me about tradition and how you're good at this, and you have a loyal fan base. It doesn't matter for shit if you're gonna take money from everybody else, and you're not gonna bring in more. Kansas State screwed. Iowa State might have a shot at the Big Ten, but you you better be able to have a good sales pitch. You better be able to prove that you can bring in revenue. West Virginia is going to be on their knees pleading with ACC, who has basically not ever one of them before. Yeah. I worry about – I mean, but part of me thought – I was talking with some friends, and I was like, with the expanded playoff, when you have you have 12 spots sure. in the future. Wow. Does it yeah. really matter if you're in a power conference if you know six you have six auto bids basically? Correct. So, so well, does it matter? The six the top six conference conference champions. champions yeah. I mean, I'm so Levi. does I'm it? Levi. Um, if things stand the way they are now, because we had the debate, if you're in the AAC, if you're Cincinnati with this expanding and, and you know you're good enough to get into the playoff and win the American on a, on a fairly regular basis, do you go to the Big 12 for the money or do you stay in the American and get in the playoff on a regular basis? Yeah. Again, it's money versus – but now, if the SEC does this before the playoff expands, would they change how they want to expand the playoff? Yeah. It's not set in stone yet. No, no. Also, <clears throat> if the SEC does this, guess what? The SEC is getting four teams in every year. Just get over Yeah. Because there's six conference champs. And then there's six at large. Yeah. The SEC champs are going to get every year. They're going to get four teams in. Like they're going to get three teams in every year. They're going to get four teams in more often than not. So a third, a third of the playoff is going to be the SEC. 
and then five more conference champs. I mean, yeah, if you're Kansas State or Iowa State, maybe you go to the American and, and, and can win it. But the non-SEC Pac-12, really the non-SEC Big Ten ACC conferences are going to be lucky to get one. Yeah. SEC is going to get three every year. They might just get four every year. The Big Ten is good enough that they're going to probably get two. That's half the playoff with two conferences. Mm-hmm. Throw Clemson in as long as Dabo's there. And so that's seven spots. That's five spots. So you get three more conference champs. So Pac-12, American, who knows who, right? But do they keep it at six or do they now they go five? Yeah. Again, put the, we we can talk about this from the playoff perspective, but with that speculation, because that's not set in stone. And if this happens and this happens soon, that could change the entire thought process on how the playoffs set up. Maybe they go to five automatic bids and seven at large. Now you're definitely getting four SEC schools in every year. Well, I mean, the grand, like you said, the grand rights ends in 2025. So they didn't work. You think they can't figure out how to work out of that stuff? Well, they're going to pay the Big 12 a big chunk of change. Texas. If you weren't aware, Texas has a lot of money. Yes. And Oklahoma's about to come into a windfall from joining the SEC. I, I, I get it, but they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. If they want to. And honestly, if you're the Big 12, you'll find some sort of exit arrangement because yeah. you really want to drag this out forever. You want to drag this out till 2025. If we know this is going to happen, if in two weeks we know this is coming, do you want to force this for four years? How, if you are in a, in a marriage, you know, is going to be, that you know, is over. Do you want to keep living with them for four more years? Yeah. Or yeah. Do you want to just get out? No. Of them? Yeah. And I agree. Um, like I, it's one I, thing for one school. It's another thing for the two pre- premier programs that hold your conference in place. Because guess what? Everyone else is going to be like, we need to figure out what we're going to do quickly. We don't want to wait four years with, with contracts with this conference or this conference. It's going to be over. It was one thing if OU was going to try and leave on their own, but they're taking Texas with them. That changes the whole narrative. Yeah. I remember this back in, I guess it was 2010. With like, I guess when A&M left or whenever they had that, Texas had that Pac-12 flirtation, Texas OU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. But um, I'm, I'll agree with you that I think this time it's just a, it's a different – it has a different feel than that did. And I'm just kind of scrambling to figure out, like, where everybody lands or what the maybe – what the future holds for all the teams in the Big 12, not just my particular team. And it's just uh, – it's – I just don't know where everyone fits in. I can't really figure it out for myself. Uh, K-State screwed. West Virginia, Iowa State screwed. Less so than. West Virginia probably ends up in the ACC one way or another, but, man, I, I, it's, it's going to be a, a handout. Um, OSU has to end up in the Pac-12. It's the only place they're going to go. Uh, same thing for TCU, Texas Tech, and Baylor. Uh, and if I'm the Pac-12, I'm going to say this nicely. Uh, I think of those four left over, I think Baylor is the, the most in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Because for the Pac-12, culture-wise, doesn't fit. 
for no, the they don't like in, they do not Texas. like religious universities yeah. and tcu is technically a religious university but they're also not really a religious university they have very much yeah. detached themselves from, from that stuff like tcu can get into the pac-12 yeah um they had the built-in rivalry with utah because then you have for your the pack if you're the pac-16 let's see the back pac-16 you got all your classic pac-12 schools in your in your west coast and on your east coast or you are oklahoma state texas tech tcu uh utah colorado the two arizonas and then you pull another school in you grab houston maybe mm-hmm. if you want a third it would make a lot of sense to have four three texases and an oklahoma there all together that all play each other i hate houston but whatever and that would make more sense to add houston than boise state because boise state's a brand but it doesn't add as much as having a team in the middle of the houston market and while we say markets don't matter you're trying to get a con- conference network that you own to make more money or to sell you need more value by having the houston market over the boise idaho market so that would make a lot of sense and houston market who owns the Houston market more, Baylor or Houston? Yeah, Houston. I I don't I, Baylor's religious stuff, and I I look I get it, but with everything that's happened at Baylor in the last decade, yeah, that's a hard sell. It's a hard sell to a conference to want to bring that in. I understand that they won a national championship in basketball, and that's awesome, and I hate it for Baylor, but again. That's a hard sell. I don't like Houston. I think it's bleh. I don't like it any better. I, like I like Baylor better than Houston. I can't stand Houston. I hate it every time they try to talk about the Big 12 being in Houston because it only benefited Houston. Yeah. Maybe they bring in BYU. They don't want to do BYU either because BYU is another religious institution. I think the Pac-12 biggest issue is just going to be they don't want to deal with a religious institution yeah. like Baylor or BYU or any of them, so they're not going to bring them in. So what does Baylor do? Do they go – I mean, they can't do like a BYU and go independent because they don't have a big enough alumni base. Welcome to the American. And I mean, yeah, that's your only kind of option is I mean, to go. Honestly, uh, the American grows into, they have what, 11 football schools right now because they, they, the UConn <laughs> left because they yeah. should have FCS. So you've got 11 schools. Welcome Baylor. Welcome Kansas State. Welcome maybe Iowa State. Iowa State's are so mad. I get it. I, 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 I hope Iowa State and Levi's like everyone's focused on the wrong thing. I'm like you're focused on how good Iowa State is at things, and that's great. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. No, it's not TV markets. No one's talking about TV markets. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm usually a little bit more composed than this, but it's just been a like. It's been a gut punch of a day because this is not, this doesn't, this is not just some like rumor mill. It doesn't feel like it. It's not going like it. This is, this is, people are writing about this like it's inevitable. Not just a, hey guys, what would happen if Oklahoma, this feels like an inevitability. And it's like, like you said, whenever it was posted, when I saw it on Twitter, it was like right before Jimbo Fisher took the stage at SEC Media Days. Mm hmm where he's going to inevitably be asked about it. No and one then, said it's not happening. Yeah. No one, no one, no one. They, every a and person has made like, we want to be the only school or good luck to them, or I bet they would. No yeah. one is saying it's not happening because they know it is. When no one is saying it's not happening, when your statements come out and say we're not like, no one has just come out and said like, it's not going to happen. It's not, it's not in the work. And I get it. 
this is like when you do a coaching search. It's like, you know what? I haven't spoken to any school. We all know you're leaving. Yeah. You didn't know what your agents did. Like that no answer in this situation is, is telling you this is happening. Even Greg, Greg Sankey's like non, no comment was a correct. We don't comment on speculation. Every comment has been like, we, we, we can't, we can't comment. Yeah. It's not, no, that's not, no. We all have been in relationships. We've all been in situations. We all know what it's like when no one will say the truth, but they also won't tell you the lie. So they just don't tell you anything. Yeah. It's a, as a big, like you, as a big 12 fan, it's, it's, it's disconcerting to say the least. The news that came out today. So it's, and it I, I'm sucks. at it a sucks. loss for like it. I host a Big 12 podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, shit, I said it on my show. Like, I am literally been spending the last two months on working on building a network. We are building a podcast network, a Big 12 focused podcast network, and the Big 12 conference is about to blow the hell up. I'm literally had a gut punch today because I'm sitting here thinking the last week I've been telling myself, what's going to happen? Is the show that I'm trying to, to bring in going to not work? Is, is, is some, it, like what, what's going to happen that's going to be a, a kink in this and it's going to kind of mess with it? What can I not see coming? And then this happens. Of all the things this happens. And that is, that is my personal issue. But like, think about that extrapolated across everybody in the media, everybody who's affected by this. Like this affects the ripple effects of this are massive, massive for what it means for schools. There's going to be at least one big 12 school who is sent off to the G5 doldrums, who will not be yeah. a power five school anymore. Think about that for a second. There is a power five school that's been a power five school for as long as they can remember, since as long as the term power five existed, that will no longer be a power five school. I don't know. I mean, think about any of those schools. Well, let's take K-State and Baylor. So, like, they went from Big 8 and SWC, respectively, to into the Big 12. So, they were in power conferences, merged into another power conference, to now just be potentially just left out. And, like, you're no longer a Power 5 school. Like, there's not going to be there's not going to be a power five conference in the Midwest in the in the middle of the country in the middle yeah. in the heart of the country in the flyover country there will not be a power conference. It will just be the coasts, be the south, the north, the east, the north. It will not be one in the middle of the country. I don't th- I don't think that's good for college football. I don't I don't think that's good for the sport. If you want me to go into conspiracy theory, this is one step closer to actually breaking away from the NCAA. Yeah, which this is, is how that happens. On. This is how that happens. The SEC gets to 16, and then they just start talking to other big brands going, look, let's just add you and you and you and you and you. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I don't – it sounds like – I think you're right. It sounds like OU or Texas or both, they they reached out to the SEC to oh, get the, this whole ball rolling. This is OU. This is OU. Again – this has been in the works. They were going, I, I think that it was their leaving was inevitable. I think they were either going to go to the Big Ten or they're going to go to the SEC. And this is what's happening. And do you think it's just they're thinking like they're too big? I mean, they do no, have like six I don't, straight I don't, championships. I, don't think, I think they have power and they're throwing it around. Yeah. 
I think they've had trouble with recruiting because the Big 12 struggles. I think they can go to a bigger con- – a, the SEC. The SEC – look, as much as I get tired of SEC talk, can we be honest for a second? Recruits want to play in the SEC. Yeah. They do. Going to the SEC is going to help them even more in recruiting. Well, they they struggle with recruiting those, like, SEC defensive linemen. Yep. They they want to recruit SEC-level defensive players, and they yeah. can't do it, but they can in the SEC. They're yeah. going to have even more money, which is good. They are already the number eight – I think, like, the number eight athletic budget. It's just going to go up. Like, And if they put in a division with Texas, A&M, Arkansas, LSU, Missouri, the Mississippi – like – Think about that division for them. That is a no-brainer. It's not that much better. It's nearly not that much tougher than the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not. I know LSU won a national championship. You really think Coach O is going to do that again? You think the, the Mississippi schools are something going to become powerhouses? Arkansas? Like, I live in Arkansas. I love Arkansas. It's great. They like to talk about how, well, back in 2012, folks, college football isn't today what it was five years ago. Don't talk to me what you did in 2012. That doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. You got close to an SEC t- division title. Whoop de do. Missouri won like two in a row. Where are they now? Yeah. Missouri? <laughs> Come on. And oh gosh, yes. Oh, you play AM on a regular basis. Come on. But, um, I heard someone was saying like um that they were more confused about the on the Texas side just because how are they going to be in a conference that doesn't treat them as like special? Like the big 12 does acquiesce a lot to Texas and OU. And SEC is not going to. They're not, but OU has been stroking Texas's ego to to get them excited about this. Texas's ego fit perfectly though. They're not going to get treated this special, but this is a giant knife in the side of A&M. Yeah. This is only going to help them in recruiting. And they always think their next hire is just the right hire to get them back to winning everything. Like it makes sense. No, they won't get the special treatment, and they may not like it. Maybe they, maybe they'll hate it there. I, this makes more sense for OU than it does for Texas. But that means yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, because they they think of themselves in that. And vein. OU doesn't OU doesn't care if Texas has success in the SEC. No. They just know that bringing them over is helpful. Yeah, keeps their keeps their 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 rivalry going. Helps now they get to play two stools in the state of Texas every year, which just helps them in recruiting. That's it's. Yeah. For OU, it makes a ton of sense. And it's easier to blow the whole thing up if they take Texas with them. If Texas stays behind, the Big 12 survives if OU leaves on their own. If OU went to the Big 10, they'd probably take Kansas with them, and the Big 12 would survive. So is there a salvaging the Big 12? No. At this point? I mean, is there can you keep the way. band let's together? Say, let's say, let's say you, you – okay – Let's say we go out and add Houston, SMU, Cincinnati, and UCF. Those four schools do not bring in the revenue lost from Oklahoma and Texas as a whole or per school. It doesn't happen. You cannot replace Oklahoma and Texas and not lose money. You cannot replace Oklahoma and Texas and not lose. Do you think ESPN and Fox would be like, yeah, here's the same amount of money? Without Oklahoma no. and Texas. Oh, you added UCF, Cincinnati, Houston. I don't care. Insert any schools you want there that are G5 schools because other Power 5 schools aren't going to leave to go to a Big 12. It's about to fall apart. So you're going to pull up some G5s. And even then the G5s might be like, I'd rather hang here where I am. Right? 
Yeah. Because is the money suddenly better by going like you can't even guarantee the G5's view that they but coming to Big 12 is going to make them more money than staying in the American than where they are. So now you're pulling what Louisiana and Troy and like no, I mean Louisiana no. and Troy they're like they'd have to move up to the AEC to move up to the Big 12. Are you going to be an 8 are you going to be an 8 team conference? Yeah. Goodness, it's not no. going to work. But seven, nine, seven, no. Like everything's I, going, everyone's going up and you're going down. Well, that, that doesn't matter. But it's like, but that's not, you're going to make, you're going to make less money than the American does. Yeah. You can't survive. So do you think it's going to be like every man for himself or will people make uh, teams, schools make alliances to try to stay together to be I like a package schools deal? Schools will talk to each other. I think the schools that will benefit will be able to package themselves are the Texas schools in Oklahoma state to try and get into the PAC 12. To those four schools. I think they, I think if I'm Oklahoma state I'm on, and I'm Texas tech, I'm on the phone with each other. Yeah. If I'm TCU, I'm doing the same thing. If I'm Iowa state, I'm calling Kansas and going help us. Honestly. Yeah. If I'm Iowa state, Kansas and Kansas state, I'm calling the big 10 and the big 10 hanging up on Kansas state, but Kansas, Kansas could literally be like, Hey, we'll come, but bring insert Iowa state or Kansas state with us. And the big 10 might do it because that's how much, value kansas brings they might just bring one of those other schools along too just to get kansas yeah i mean on, honestly yeah that's kansas's value is bringing kansas state along or iowa state and on west virginia i think they're just i think they're just out in the they're out on their own i think they're alone they've been here before they know what it's like you can tell on twitter like they're like maybe the acc they're like we've been here before this is this is not good well, you could probably package kansas with west virginia because you have do have rutgers in that neighborhood maryland why does i mean if you're kansas do you, well, no, do you, I mean, do you package west virginia like i mean if you need two which teams. one's gonna make a pitch if i'm iowa state kansas state and west virginia i'm um and the big 10 doesn't i don't think the big 10 would take West Virginia. I don't think they're interested in West yeah. Virginia. Kansas State and Iowa State make, make more sense geographically if you're bringing Kansas in than West Virginia does. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, the ACC makes they the got sense in. just for the old, you know, Big East. That, and and if I'm the ACC, I'm dropping divisions anyways because it proved during the COVID the the pandemic that yeah the best thing they should be doing is matching Clemson against whoever the best second best team in that conference is for their conference championship game to make it more watchable instead of making us watch whichever coastal division team happens to win that year, be it Virginia or Virginia Tech or Duke or Pitt or whoever different teams it's seven like five. Every, every year they had a they had a literally had a every team each team won it once in a row and then yeah. Notre Dame did it last year so they did the impossible. <laughs> They had, they literally had Clemson play a different team. What is that? Eight years in a row. Eight years in a row. Yeah. That is that is a that is a run that will never be matched ever again in sports. Ever. Well, Philip, I had you on because we were going to preview the Big Twelve, and this happened, so we have to push that back, and um, we'll preview the twenty twenty one season uh, a little bit later. <laughs> Um, I do want to yeah, thank you for coming yeah. on. It's really it's, hard to talk actual football right now. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't ask me to name a player. I can't. My brain's too befuddled. I know. And it's been, a, it was, well, oh, as soon as that dropped this afternoon, it was just like, that's all I was thinking about. And I was at work and I was just like, yeah. what is <laughs> just on Twitter trying to scroll through to get the latest updates? And it was just a whirlwind for sure. Productivity went to a screeching halt everywhere. Yeah, but thank you. Definitely thank you for coming on um, your podcast. I know you said you record episodes. So when is that episode going to drop? 
Um, that will go up. I mean, that'll go up Thursday morning at 6 a.m. depending upon when this is up. So it'll it'll go up Thursday. Uh, we release episodes every Monday and Thursday. We've only been doing Thursdays in July. We're kind of back to try and get this network yeah. ready to go. Um, which like we saved this big surprise for August 2nd. And this happened. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just gonna, I don't even care anymore. I'm so disheartened right now and whatever. Um, I'll bounce back. I'll bounce back. Uh we episodes every Thursday morning. Uh, you can find us at 10 to a podcast T E N the number 12, uh, the word podcast on Twitter, T N P O D on Instagram and 10 to a podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Well, I mean, if Oklahoma state does go to the pack 12, you can still keep the 10, 12, like a moniker. It'd just be pack 10, 12. I, I have, I, I have, no, I, I don't, I have, I'm, I'm not thinking that far ahead. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow myself to hold some glimmer of hope that that the that the 11th hour some magical thing will occur. This will all just be a a bad dream, uh, just a nightmare we can all forget. You and me both. You and me both. Well, again, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you down the road to actually like talk football. <laughs> thanks, Matt. All right, thanks. Network.